Coming at you from the Steel City, you're listening to Poor Man's Podcast, Pittsburgh's premier comedy podcast. Your weekly dose of humor hosted by Chris Hopper and with a new special guest each week. And here's your host, Chris Hopper. Ladies and gentlemen, whoa! Welcome <laughs> to the Poor Man's Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. Along with me, as always, is the wonderful, is the beautiful Shaylee Baby Shay. How are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing fantastic, Chris. Happy to be back. I'm happy to have you back. It's been a week since we've seen you. I know, or a couple weeks maybe. I think it has been a couple. Yeah, and joining us as well, sitting next to you, we have the wonderful Michelle from Pittsburgh Foodie Girls. Michelle, how are you doing this I'm evening? doing great. I'm so glad to be here talking about some wings tonight. Yeah, baby. Yes, it's a big night. I'm excited to talk about the wings and uh, everything else food-related. Everything food-related. And as well joining us, we usually have the guests in the second half, but he was excited to talk about some of the wings as well. We have comedian Seneca Stone. Seneca, thank you for joining us tonight. Hey, thanks for having me. I was I was saying to Shay before you got here, Seneca Stone is one of the coolest names I've ever heard in my life. Thanks, so I don't, I, yeah, I don't know if that's a, yeah. I mean, no, it's a compliment. I get yeah, you, I get it a lot. Uh, oh, do you really? No, no, no yeah. every day I talk about my name. <laughs> yeah. Every day of my life, but people are awkward and they'll be like Seneca huh that's weird and it's like who taught you how to communicate (laughs) (laughs) so you did a good job you're like that's a nice name or like that's unique or I like it but there's a lot of people like ah were your parents porn stars (laughs) you you did a good job yeah so they weren't porn stars okay I'm gonna cross (laughs) out my first question (laughs) Uh, but let's I'm gonna hit the the main things we need to talk about we are here at 565 speakeasy and stage in Bellevue definitely stop down they have music and comedy they have comedy on Thursday nights open mic comedy and then on Friday and Saturday they have music so definitely stop down for that um Oh, let me hit the rundown, Shay. I have the I have the new button. I haven't hit it. There we go. Nice. There we go. Uh, it took me twenty minutes to find the bell, so I'm absolutely going to hit it. Um, it sounded amazing. Thank you. I'm, I'm for it. it. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> the rundown. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna do the opening thoughts that we've already started. We got beers of the week. Uh, Michelle's gonna do the best wings in Pittsburgh, as well as review uh, Sullivan's. Right. Sullivan Steakhouse downtown. Yeah. We have stuff to do in Pittsburgh, and then we're gonna talk to Seneca. Uh, about comedy and all things, uh, I have some random questions too. So we're gonna get into some interesting things. Plus, he's a he's a Buffalo area native, right? So you know some wings. Yeah, I grew up. I mean, I'm not. It's not Buffalo, but Western New York. Okay, we don't have any real food there besides bar food. <laughs> so, and, you know, so you're good. all about wings. So you're yeah, all about yeah wings. it's it, it's very good if you just like deep fried food. <laughs> yeah. It's a great place. I mean, and yeah. we're. We die early because of it. So. <laughs> yeah. I believe that. Uh, a lot of wings. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a way to go out, but I mean, there's there's worse ways to go, I suppose. I agree, uh, Michelle. Now that you're on, um, I, it makes me want to think that uh, we have best of Pittsburgh. You're up for best of Pittsburgh for best Instagram page, best Instagram page, and you guys are up for best podcast. So Absolutely. there's still time. Two more weeks if people want to vote to the end of the month. Is that what it is? Two more weeks? Yeah, they can go onto citypaper.com and they can look us both up there under people and places. There you go. We're under the same. Well, not the same category. Not but the same, same page. Same There's page. like four or same five page. pages. Same page. So click through that. We have uh, Iron City Paranormal coming in in a couple weeks. Oh, that'll be fun. I better be here for it. I, I think you are. I it's better the week be here. after Labor Day. 
Oh, man. Sure. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I right. mean, I'm going to make it happen regardless. I love them. Yeah. Absolutely, Shay. Please. That'll please, be a good show. We always love to see you. So I definitely know. vote through all that. And then next week, we have comedian Chrissy Costa coming on. I'm excited for her. We've had a lot of the, the Berg Bus comedians coming on, and I'm excited for her. A lot of people tell me. Have you? Do you know Chrissy? I do know Chrissy. Yeah? I just found out that Chrissy, actually where I'm from, Chrissy's like first cousin is one of... A kid I wrestled with all the way up through high school <laughs> and, like, spent all the time with. And he, I haven't talked to him in, like, a decade. <laughs> oh, really? And, yeah, and, and then about a month ago, he said, hey, you do comedy in Pittsburgh. My cousin's yeah. Chrissy Costa. I was like, fuck out of here. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, the town I grew up in was very small, so yeah. I don't know. But anyways, yeah. That's strange. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's such a small world. Small world. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, now that, uh, let's, uh, let's talk about the beers because I want to get into the food and, and all the other stuff. Absolutely. Michelle brought wings in because I'm, I'm always thinking people are just watching, but obviously it's a predominantly audio format. So Michelle is doing the best wings in Pittsburgh, but she also brought in some wings for us to try. I did. And we devoured most of those already. <laughs> the fries are definitely gone. Yeah, for sure. It's delicious. Yeah. I don't want to say we're from because it's going to count down. Yeah, we, we won't spoil it yet. So we'll, we'll start with the beers of the week. Shay, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to allow you. I need a beer. And if you're not down with that, I've got two words for you. Chug it. Shay, you were there. Oh, yeah. You were there. You were there. If you're not down, if you're not down, if you're not down, if you're not down down with that, I've got two words for you. Chug it. That was the. (laughs) That was um, a remix. I liked it. uh, Yeah, no, that was. uh, Oh, my God. I think his name was Adam. Was it Adam yeah. uh, from Rhythm and Brews? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, and he came up and he started talking. He's like, and I'm also a wrestler. Oh and then God. had the whole he intro. Was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was fun. He said he's like a brewer, a wrestler, and he said something else. But I forget what he said his name was, like his wrestling name. Uh, it's Happy Hour. That makes sense. That's his wrestling name. (laughs) You can look him up. I believe he follows the show. Look him up on Instagram at Wrestler Happy Hour, I think. (laughs) And you can listen to him uh, (laughs) do his whole thing. He said he drinks one out. That's cool. (laughs) Uh, Shay, uh, what is your beer this week? And tell everybody a little bit about it, real quick. Yeah, so I have my uh, beer from Mindful Brewing Company. It's Lemon Iced Tea Sour. Um, it's a 5.3%. It's actually Schneider's, which I was extremely excited whenever Chris gave it to me because I'm from McDonald and this was like the tea of the town with Schneider's. The tea of the town. Tea of the town. Like everybody drank it. So it's actually super delicious. It's, um, has a little bit of sour to it, but like not a lot. You really can't tell that it has any alcohol in it. It's really, really good. I did. I tasted yours for for a moment, and it it doesn't taste like there's any alcohol no. on it whatsoever. When I first seen it, like when you look at the can, you don't really think that it's gonna have alcohol. Like I had to look to see what the percentage was because I'm like, this doesn't oh. look like there's gonna be booze in it. What Great per- to keep in your refrigerator when kids are around? Yeah, shit Hey mom, what's this? I drink today. I'm feeling kind of tired. That's Take a like nap, the, honey. some Take of a nap. The, some of those like chocolate milk stouts and stuff. Yeah. You mm-hmm. definitely have to be careful. They have like the cow on it and i mean his eyes are x'd out so you know so, that he's yeah, drunk right, but right, yeah. Right, right. yeah outlaw candy cigarettes keep kid friendly <laughs> in the fridge so. yeah. no it's super delicious i really like it I was well, excited well for that we one. will get your ranking momentarily michelle uh you you brought a beer and i'm excited to to hear what you have to say about it. you let us, you let us taste it so thank so, you uh, tell us little taste test before we tell you about it so this is this is a grist house beer it's a golden ale which is 
a British gold deal. <laughs> <laughs> that is so much about beer. It's 4.8% alcohol. It's pretty light. It's kind of refreshing. There's some citrusy notes in there. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a nice summertime beer. It has a really cool can. Yeah, yeah. I well, like, I it has like it has the golden eye look from, uh, from James Bond. James Bond, Bond yeah. 007. But like I said, I can feel some floor. I can taste some floral notes in there. I can some citrus. Just, yeah, just really refreshing and nice. Absolutely, Michelle I, I, does love a good summer beer. I do. Love she does. She likes those crisp refreshers. I'm yes. not a huge IPA fan unless it's a barbecue <laughs> sauce. But you know, this is pretty good. This one's pretty good. And uh, the one that I'm doing this week, I was actually going to do a different one, and then this one came across. Eternal Vigilance. It's from Evergreen. Evergreen always puts out some nice beers. They do really good sours. They do all those sorbetto ones. And this one is very good. This is a double IPA. You can definitely taste it's a little bit heavier. It's 8.3%. Um, it's pretty good, though. Uh, Shay, actually. Yeah. Uh, Seneca, what are, what are you drinking this week? <laughs> My beer uh, this week is just uh, Miller Lite. Uh, I like crispy, ice-cold steamers. Um, as long as it's ice-cold, I'm happy. Uh, I just want to drink a light beer uh, and do a shot of whiskey. And... Uh, Drinking like a longshoreman. There we That's go. my plan. <laughs> Getting shit housed on light beer and shots of whiskey. I don't stray outside of it. So. There we go. I don't care as long as it's ice cold, man. Go, go with there what you, you know. Seneca Stone for Miller Lite, ladies and gentlemen. That was perfect, man. He's got a six pack by his feet, though, so he's good. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I like that I came in and I, and I haven't been drinking a lot lately, just trying to calm down. And then you just gave me a Personal-sized rage kit. What the fuck? It is Monday, dude. <laughs> yeah. I gotta wake up and do stuff. Well, we handed it to home. you. We, we don't want to, like, push alcohol on people, but we're like, there's some beers here, and when you came in originally, we weren't down here because we were upstairs doing shots, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you're, you're good to go for sure. Now, Seneca's not familiar, so I'm going to let you guys go first, and we can kind of see on our screen here, but it's a little delayed. But I'm going to put up uh, the Guy Fieri flavor rankings, um, and then I'll let Shay go first, and we'll uh, rate our beers for everybody. Shay, it should be up now. Uh, Shay, go ahead and rank. We have Gangster, Out of Bounds, Shut the Front Door, I'm going, and Flavor Town. I'm going Out of Bounds for this one. I like it. But it's not as good as my other ones I've had, but it's still delicious. Oh, yeah? So we're going out of bounds for this one. I'm trying to bring it up on the screen. I'm it's sorry. Not, I'm trying to there. do both of them at once. There we go. Now, Michelle, what, what are you thinking for your beer this week? I'm going to shut the front door. It's pretty good. It's nice. Yeah. Like I said, it's nice and light. Yeah. You know, it's good grist house, local beer. So I, I think I like it. Absolutely. Grist House always puts out some really nice ones, and I always like their cans as well. Uh, For Eternal Vigilance, I'm going out of bounds. Um, It's pretty good. Um, The only thing is, like, I could probably only drink, like, one or two before I'd want something a little bit different. Or I'm just going to tap out. Like, if if I'm in it for just two, it's a nice one because it'll get the buzz going. But if I'm in it for the long haul... Uh, I'm going to end up in a ditch yeah. in a couple. But, uh, yeah, I'm going out of bounds. Seneca, you can kind of see on the screen here, we have the Guy Fieri flavor Richter scale. Uh, number one, it's like one star, one to four, kind of like a, a Michelin chef rating. They're all very yeah, good. Yeah, this makes sense. Yeah, so we have Gangster, <laughs> out of bounds, shut the front door, and then Flavor Town. Uh, for your... Uh, Miller Lite. Miller Lite. Miller Lite, yes. I mean, I Miller wanted, Lite's a classic. Yeah. I mean, they don't sell, they don't push this much product without it being total flavor. Pound, <laughs> there we go, ladies and gentlemen. And let's gentlemen. not forget, you know, it only has a few more calories than your Michelob Ultra, so it's ca- kicking a lot of flavor with not a lot of calories. So, uh, 
Yeah, man. Next Hell time yeah. you're going to speed around drunk on a boat, drink a Miller Lite. <laughs> Miller Lite. Hell yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Flavor Town for Miller Lite. I love it. And you know what? I don't think we've I'm, had a Flavor Town, have we? This, <laughs> I, I don't think so. I've never I don't think we've had a Flavor Town. I'm just going to not give it Flavor Town. I was going to give any. You could have pissed in my mouth. I would have said Flavor Town. I got to do what well, I got to like, do here. Because like the picture up there. Yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> this is the second piss reference Seneca's made since he's been sitting up there. I know. I'm before. for him. No. I just, I just said that I got stung by a jellyfish just to have you guys pee out. That was not. You guys set me up for that. Maybe. He just likes the warm sensation. I get it. <laughs> um, you know what? Let's touch on the stuff to turn now. Let's get into the food. Yeah. Let's uh yeah. let's get into the food because it's sitting in front of us and I'm interested about that probably the most. So uh Michelle, let's do your review of Sullivan's first. Yeah, so when I was here the last time, I let you guys know I was going to Sullivan Steakhouse, which is downtown in the UPMC building, which is the old um steel building. And it's a nice steakhouse. It's it's similar to maybe a Ruth Chris, you know, uh, or something on, along those lines. It was my birthday, so we kind of splurged. Oh, happy belated! Oh yeah, thank you. Twenty seven. Yeah, twenty seven. Nice. <laughs> what, which date was it? It was the sixteenth. So oh, my birthday okay. was on Tuesday. My son was the twenty first, so that's what I was wondering. Happy birthday to him! Yes, thank you. So we went down to celebrate the birthday, and, and like I said, it's a very nice place. They have a nice little sitting out area outside. They have a nice bar area, and the restaurant's nice too. It's it's kind of fancy. So we got a little dressed up for that. Um, we started off with, I start. I started off with. I have the martinis up on the screen yeah. now for everyone watching. So the martini I had was called the Knockout. It's lovely, lovely pineapple infused orange vodka. They serve it with a nice little orange peel there for decoration. And if you go to my Instagram account at Pittsburgh Feedy Girls, you can see the bartender actually shaking that up and pouring it in the glass. And it's so smooth. They make it right there in house, and it's it's just a lovely way to start dinner. It's a lovely way to like have six of them and maybe sit at the bar. <laughs> you know I mean? Did you say everything that was in it? You were telling us earlier. You said it was infused there, orange and pineapple. Yeah, so it's pineapple infused orange vodka, and they infuse it right in right in house, right there. It's it's just really nice. It goes down like Kool Aid. So yeah. even though you're drinking an alcoholic beverage until you have like six, and you can't drive home, and you're in the ditch <laughs> with like, Chris after his, after his beer. Yeah, because <laughs> right, I had three of the eternal vigilances, man. See, vigilant. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so we ha- we have the martini. Now this, what uh, it looks like a calamari dish. Yeah. So we, we, we splurged and we had some appetizers. We had a, the flash fried calamari, which had a nice sweet and sour su- glaze on it. Yeah. It was delicious. And that are was the, gone in a second. And we also are, had Philly cheesesteak egg rolls. Is that Ooh. what's kind of in the background? Yes. That was in the background. Um, but the calamari was so pretty when we looked at it. Are those green onions on top? Oh, oh, green onions. oh, here we go. I was, going for the, I was going for the whole green onion reference there. You know, we can't have... I love... Uh, what, is, what is all on top of that? Do you know? So, um, it was calamari. They had sesame seeds, the sauce, yeah. and then they had the green onions. Okay, yeah. I, I love calamari. But they're, they're, the green they're, onions they're are frying the prime. It, but it was so light. Like, it's not like a heavy batter on those things. It's just really light and easy to eat the whole plate, for sure. And then the next one, I have a shrimp dish. Can you tell us about that? Sure. So this is just their sh- their salad, their house salad. Add some poached shrimp there. It was delicious. The, um, you can get those shrimp separately in a shrimp cocktail, but it was just an, a nice sharing pl- plate on the table to have a little bit of salad, something yeah. healthy before we partake. <laughs> Devour everything else. Exactly. <laughs> before you had everything else that was on the menu. And then, uh, for I guess it's your entree. It looks like, a, is it a filet that you had? So I had an eight-ounce filet. And that's covered with a porcini mushroom um, gravy uh-huh. with, with um, butter. 
and it was it was to die for. It was so good. There were some shallots in there. It was nice and. Um, it was just dreamy. I mean, you can see how del- it's hard. I guess it's hard to tell from that photo, but it was just delicious. And I'm going to try to make it at home for sure. But that steak, I have to tell you, because they were a steakhouse, I had yeah. to cut it open and show you guys. The steak was perfectly done for me. I asked for a medium. They sent off a medium. It was amazing. So I was going to say, I have a picture coming up. It looks delicious. Oh, my God. That yeah. So, so good. <clears throat> are you usually a medium for your steak? I'm usually a medium. How about you guys? Shay, what do you do? Medium rare. Yeah. Medium rare. Yeah, you, medium rare guy. Medium rare. Yeah, medium yeah rare. That's absolutely. A medium. Do you think that's a pretty good medium right there, though? That is. A, that, I think it looks. Right. That is yeah, it looks medium. a little under medium. I agree. I think anything. that's a medium because sure. I'd I, rather that's them, how I would want mine. I'd rather them err on the side of undercooking it for sure. Yes, but no, that looks delicious. And you said it was it was a uh, uh, what kind of compound butter on top? With it was a porcini mushroom. Porcini? Yeah, it was was uh, shallots and butter. And it was just amazing. It was so good. I'm glad they had the whole. They have all kinds of different toppings you can put on your steak there. So yeah. you order your steak, and then they have a list of butter toppings you can yeah. put on there, and, or crab or shrimp, whatever yeah. you wanted. I just picked that butter. You got to go Oscar style sometimes. They have you, Oscars. You yeah, they yeah. had all that stuff too. But they, it, like I said, nice place to go, special occasion. You know, that's a good place to take your family. Absolutely. Uh, it looks. It looks delicious. It does did look did you delicious. get dessert? We did not get dessert. I was going to say. I bet you'd have a picture. If I you did, doubled but. up on that cocktail <laughs> yeah so that was kind of like yeah, dessert good. dessert at the beginning dessert at the end you know yeah. <laughs> it's pretty <Pittsburgh> dessert <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> it was really delicious I, I, I highly recommend it. it's a good date night too good i'm glad you enjoyed it now i'm i'm excited because we have wings in front of us so i'm i'm really excited to talk about some of these wings yeah so chicken wings right yeah so you're from <laughs> buffalo area chicken I mean, wings right well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well i mean this is this is big strictly deal. ostrich wings on this show <laughs> <laughs> they're <It's> giant a, <laughs> this is a big deal right here in pittsburgh because you know everyone likes a wing with their beer but you guys know where chicken wings were brought to life no uh, Buffalo. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I know, but I mean, this is not about me. This is your city. <laughs> well, I was just asking. So, so in 1964, there's a bar in Buffalo, New York, yeah. that the woman had some extra pieces of chicken. Her son was there with his friends, and they were, you know, hungry. And she's like, you know what? I'm just going to throw these in the fryer. And she fried them up, and they made a pepper sauce, and that's how the buffalo wing was born. But, you know, even back in the 1960s and 70s, it was really popular to cook an entire chicken. People had stoves, big stoves then. Hey, I'm going to cook the whole chicken. It wasn't until the 80s when everybody got really lazy yeah. that chicken wings became super popular because meat distributors and people who were raising chickens had all these leftover wing parts because everybody wanted boneless parts. Right. So they started selling them really inexpensively to bars and taverns in the area mm-hmm. to fry up for their guests. And they found that when they sold wings to their guests, their alcohol and beer went straight up. Right through the roof. So yeah. their profits went straight through the roof. So that's how wings basically got started. But... 28 billion wings were eaten last year. Holy and cow. And do you want to guess what day of the year the most wings are eaten? Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. 1.4 billion wings were eaten this year at Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Holy cow. You, you can't have a Super Bowl party without wings. Agreed. Not I a agree. real one. I totally agree. I agree. I totally agree. So now, now it's market price because they're more popular and they're more expensive. So you may be harder to find them, so they're a little more expensive even when you go to the store. But I have a couple quick questions for you guys. You ready? Okay. Ready? I'm, I'm ready. Okay, so this is about your wings. So do you like them grilled, fried, grilled or fried? I like smoked. fried. 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 Oh, smoke's good, too. I'll say fried. fried. I like yeah, smoke if go, it's like you a You go barbecue. fried. Grilled I like fried. But you go fried. Yeah. I like them fried. So no. do you want blue cheese or do you want ranch? Uh, ranch. I don't like either. Go to hell. <laughs> Please, she's a good house. So, no, sincerely, that's the one thing that's so bizarre about 
That has to be, be a Pittsburgh in, thing. In, yeah. In Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand <laughs> that Hidden Valley is probably just the Monongahela <laughs> Valley where you guys drink this ranch. But yeah, with it's certainly is blue cheese all day. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm team ranch myself. Gross. I, especially team ranch. Especially if it's house-made at the restaurant. Definitely team ranch. What a shame. <laughs> I think both are gross, but I, I just like... I like that's the, weird to me. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Just don't like I like either. the sauce to, and the, uh, the rub to speak for itself. I mean, I can agree with that, after, but after my that, first That's bite. the adult way of saying I don't like blue cheese. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next question is then, is it rub or is it sauce? Sauce. I go sauce. I like a sauce, but I... I Majority of the time, I'd go sauce. I like yes. both, but I'm going to go sauce, sauce? 70-30. I'm going sauce 90% of the time. Oh. Yeah. Sandico? Yeah, I'm almost stick strictly with the original in sauce. Deep yeah. fries, yeah. I don't stray very far from <laughs> Okay, that. so, yeah, so is it addendum? Is it you get the sauce on the side or you get it on top of your wing? Oh, on oh, the wing. No, on the wing. On the, on yeah, the wing. I get mine on the side. Do you really? Oh, yeah, because I don't want it to be mushy or soggy. I want to see the wing. If you get them to go, I can understand that. I can yeah. understand yeah. I I, my food's never on my plate long enough. Okay. Like, I'm going to inhale. I'm that. eating it hot as hell. Like, it's the place's fault if you're, if the sauce on it affects how crispy they are. That's the place you went to is a garbage place. <laughs> you know, their wings stink. I agree with that. I get that sauce on the side so I can dip it. Then I dip it in the blue cheese or the ranch or whatever. You also. you do see a lot of the mushier ones when it's a lower quality wing with just like mm-hmm. it's it's a, a shitty breading like yeah. it's a, you can taste like there was a lot of places that had good wings and like when the price of wings went up instead of raising the prices they kept the prices the same but got shitty Crappy wings, wings. wings. and it's totally it's a total difference they sell, I would rather totally pay different. bigger pay more they sell wings by the pound so then the way that they do it is you can buy like ex, it's by the pound so. If you're getting smaller ones, they're just being cheapskates. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You want to go for like the six a pound or whatever. Yeah, that, right. That way they're the longer jumbo yeah. wings. That's what it is. Those small ones, bungus. Every time I go to a place and they come out, I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? I be- <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. They do the same thing with scallops. You, yeah. you see like the U10, U8, U4s are fucking massive. Because yeah. it's like whatever per pound, like he was just saying. Right. Yeah, you can definitely taste the difference in the quality. And I think most people, like, they understand that the prices are going to go up for certain things. But when... The quality goes down. That's that's your. May I say something? May I say Absolutely. Something? May I say something? You, you have the floor, this? man. All right. So here's the thing about the price of chicken wings. So I've noticed in Pittsburgh right now. One, by the way, it's down to half of where it was. So if yeah. you're going to a place right now in Pittsburgh, if anybody's watching, and they're still saying ah, price of chicken wings, no, they're ripping you off <laughs> because, and I mean this sincerely, they're down to pre-pandemic levels right now. It's it's down to like half of what they were at the peak when you would go to some of the places around here that I go and I do look for chicken yeah. wings they were real pricey and they're like you know the price is still up and I'm like mm, no it's not I know it's not yeah. and because I was in western New York I've been back into Buffalo and what's really funny to see is because I think Buffalo eats so many chicken wings they weren't able to get away with keeping the prices elevated yeah. when it wasn't there yeah. so I went to Buffalo and the prices were all knocked down people were eating chicken wings yeah. at a normal price now or maybe a little bit inflated because it's not completely where right. it is I come back to Pittsburgh went to a wing place and like you know wing prices I was like <laughs> yeah. I know that you are ripping <laughs> off your customer uh, so that's a real thing yeah I, I could totally see that with, with people once they raise the price and they're yeah. like the customers expect this now yeah. They're not. Oh, gonna yeah. They're not going to lower they're it. Not again. Gonna, I don't think they'll lower it again. No. Yeah. They're gonna, they're well, you know what? I'm glad Seneca has sh- shown some light on it because now wherever we go, you'll you'll know bullshit, man. <laughs> yeah, that is. Now I feel like I need to walk in and be like, "No, I'm not paying that for wings." Sorry, yeah. stop. They're not, up to like three fifty something a pound. Now it's back down to about half of that. Really, one sixty eight. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, that, that's I got true. very pissed off about it at a bar. Not too <laughs> yeah. long ago. Like very recently, like within this last <laughs> week. Yeah, yeah, no, you seem to have the numbers on it, so it does seem to seem like something. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I looked at it yeah. very, very recently within the last week. Yeah, so I, I could totally believe that. Though before we get into all of Michelle's things, Seneca, you were saying how you're, you're from, you know, New York, Western New York, Buffalo area. Uh, where is the best place in Buffalo? Is there like, because gotcha. you know in Philadelphia, they're like, is it uh, for the cheesesteaks? Yeah, like yeah. the place where they, yeah. It's called yeah. Anchor Bar. Anchor Bar is the place, but you don't want to go there. It's touristy and it's not good. Okay. The best places in Buffalo, there's several um, ones that I really like. And it's, you know, it's a toss up. The one chain, if you're going to go to a chain or whatever, you go to Duff's, I believe, over top of Anchor Bar. But the best wings that I like, um, I like Gabe's Gates. Uh, in Allentown, Gabriel's Gates, uh, Lennox Hotel or Lennox House uh, has good wings. And one that used to be in East Aurora but then opened up a northern um, wing spot is called Bar Bill. They're really good. Uh, and they also do the – you can buy all flats if you want. Okay. Um, you know, for upcharge or all drumsticks. But they split, make it – they have good sauces and everything. And they're crispy. But they also, like, have a half – and everything is served half and half so you don't – if you prefer getting a drumstick and you go somewhere and they give you all flats or vice versa, you're like, come on, man, why are yeah. you giving me He's all this? He's leading into my last question right they make <laughs> They make it so there's the exact same amount on each time or for each serving that you have, uh, five and five. So I like uh, Bar Bill uh, recently. So those are the three that I like and then the, the chain to go to. And there's, there's other ones that are good. There's a bunch that are like your local bars that are great where i'm from i like yeah. third base and randy's up the river personally <laughs> yeah. i think those rival third base has good wings yeah uh, the one that's in olean new york yeah i like oh. that place yeah you i was know like oh. <laughs> i'm telling you western york's filled with just shitty dive bars who have great food so, or great fried food so is that is that one of the things that like the standard is higher there? So you think other places kind of keep to that, or is it just yeah? yeah. What is it? I mean, there's bad ones, but I think yeah. that every it's all anybody eats there. Yeah. <laughs> and the standard, yeah, I think that it's like anything else. Like they're usually good wings in most yeah. places, and they're just better than here because there is a higher standard. But I know we're also saying a high standard of chicken wings. You're just like yeah. really polishing the turd on this one from yeah. a gourmet perspective. Yeah, but. we skip past the fillet we just saw, so we can talk about yeah. the uh, dry rub on the wing. Exactly. So, I, so I have one last question. Yeah, now. no, so please. We talked about flats and drums. So, yeah. are you flat person or a drum person or both? I'm either flats, I don't drums, have a or both. I'm gonna give a better answer than either because that's a bullshit answer. Shay. It really isn't. I really Stand I by would never man. go and order Stand one or the something. other. Um, I would never th- order this one is, or the other. I I do have like a convoluted answer to that. Um, I like a drum if it's like a cheaper wing. What the hell did I just hit? <laughs> Whatever. It's still recording. Um, I like I like a drum if it's a cheaper wing, but if it's a, a nicer, bigger wing, then I like the flat. Okay. Seneca? Yeah, I'm a flat guy. I like flats. So I like, as long as they're crispy, that's the main, the main dig is the, uh, on chicken wings is when you don't fry it enough and there's like too soft and gummy. But yeah, I go flat. I just like that big chunky meat that's on like the drumstick, that like one really good piece of meat that's right there. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't understand why there was an upcharge for flats and I was like three days ago old whenever I realized what you can do with a flat and why I can so much better than the drumstick. Okay. So I brought okay. you all a little flat here. So you can go ahead and we're going to go ahead and try to debone this flat so it's all meat. Okay. So okay. I don't know if everyone can see this. So I'm just holding the flat and we're going to go ahead and just 
pull it back and forth so it loosens up on the edge. I know Seneca's like, oh my God, I don't want to touch this. It's all right. So we're going to loosen this up on the edge and you're going to pull it so you can feel one of those bones come out. And if the swing is really, then it's going to twist the bone to twist one of them. It's going to twist in a circle. Any one of them? Either one. And then the bone should pop right out. Just like that. That was way better than what I have going on. And then on. the second bone, same thing. So I'm just going to hold on. To, well, it's like they're starting to get cold. There, I'm going to twist it, the bone. It's going to come right out. All right, look at that. Now I've got a flat. It's all meat, no bone. Oh, wow. So there you go. Boneless wing. Right I got there. one of mine out. Boneless wing. Very cool. I see. And I, like I said, I was three days ago old whenever I learned that. And that's why if you get all flats, there are sometimes an upcharge. Because now it's all meat. You don't have to worry about like sticking your tongue through oh, the Oh, yeah, it is all meat. Bones or, you know. And I thought I was going to make you look bad. <laughs> no, you did good. And I got the whole thing out. Now, Here. Michelle. Can you do it real quick? I'm going to hand you this. I didn't touch this. The The camera went out. Oh, crap. Can you show okay. it for the camera real quick? Sure. And we're going to have it back on here. So I'm going to put, so you just take the wing, and I'm just going to twist it back and forth because those bones could just crack. And I'm going to look for the one bone first. And I'm going to go, oops, I'm going to go this way. And I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to twist it around. Oops, it's not going to twist because my fingers are greasy. Okay, so I'm just twisting it out. Okay. And it's going to come straight out. So there's the bone. And then I'm going to do the same thing with the other bone. Because in the flat, there's two bones, right? So in a drum, there's one bone, but a bunch of stuff at the top that you can't eat. So I'm going to go ahead and twist it again. Okay. And then it comes right out. There so we now go. It was bone- actually super easy. I didn't yeah. think I could be able to do it, and honestly. A boneless wing. So if it's not cooked well, then it won't come out as easily. But if yeah. it's cooked really well, it should come out super easy just like that. Wow. So I have a boneless wing. That's a good for people like who dip theirs in sauce and then dip theirs in exactly. Like, their, like their I said, I mean, I, I was amazed when I saw that. And now, you know, maybe flats all the time for me. Yeah, for sure. Easier to dunk this too. I have sauce mm-hmm. on the side. Now, for the people watching, we have some some uh, pictures of the wings for your number four of your top four wings. Can you tell us some people about uh, number four then? Sure. So I love chicken wings. I love chicken wings all the time. Um, my fourth favorite chicken wing in Pittsburgh is from the Bigham Tavern, which is in Mount Washington. And this, those are good. They're so good, and they're nice and they're meaty. We were talking about that. They're not cheap and you know skimpy wings. Um, they do sell it by market price though. And Bigham Tavern has over forty sauces and rubs. For their wings. Right I'll go now. with the gnarly sauce there. I think it's called gnarly. Gnarly. It's like a hot barbecue hybrid. Okay. Good. They do, they, do. Well, on the menu, they separate them out by mild, medium, and hot. Yeah. The one you're looking at right now is the BT sauce, which is the Big and Tavern number one selling sauce, which is sort of like a buffalo sauce, but maybe a little bit creamier. Okay. So it was it was really delicious. It was hard to stop eating those, because, but I had to because there was a second order of wings on the table, and I had to scoot over to those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now everyone watching is seeing the, the next wings. It looks like a dry rub on the, on the next one. So the next one is a dry rub, and the same thing. This is Big M Tavern. It's called the Coyote, and they claim it's a cult classic. And I asked him, like, what's in this? Because it's, it's, it's beautiful to look at. It kind of had, like a, 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 um, like, a sweet taste to it. Maybe some onion salt in there. Pepper, for sure. It kind of reminded me of a wing rub. I'm sorry, a rib rub. Okay. But when I asked them what was in it, they told me they would have to kill me. <laughs> so That's what everybody says. I feel like says. you get that answer a lot. I get that answer a lot. But, you know, like, I, was, I thought maybe you had It's it. never like, I, we're going to maim you. We're just yeah. going to shoot you we're in the knee. Sh- yeah. yeah. If we tell you, we're going to shoot yeah. you. Yeah. But, you know, I thought There's maybe no middle ground. camera. Yeah. Maybe they would just, like, give me a bone or let me go. Yeah. Ah. Nice. Yeah, so anyways, uh, so those were really good as well. So both of those Beauty come in at number four for me. <laughs> both of those come in at number four, Bigham Tavern, and they've won lots of awards for their wings over the years, too. So They, they look very, very good. You're, mm-hmm. you're going number four with them. Number let's, four with them. Now let's get into number three because these look super good, too. So 
Number three, so this, this is Hogheads. It's in a small place between Millville and North Hills, and it's a pretty unassuming area. It's, it's residential. I probably never would have found that place if I hadn't just been up there completely randomly. Uh-huh. But they had the most amazing wings as well. And their sauces are all house-made. The owner's there every day. They have a cook that comes in to make the sauces fresh and the ranch dressing fresh. And it was, they were delicious. So the one that you're looking at right now. Do they make fresh blue cheese? They had the fresh blue cheese, but I didn't like it as much as the yeah. ranch. I mean, th- there was no blue cheese. She's from Pittsburgh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> slack. The, he- the Heinz Ranch. But the ranch, yeah. no. You got to make had, that sometime. They had a little bit of dill in the ranch and stuff. But this is the spicy garlic Parmesan. Oh, that looks good. Yeah. That it was so good. good. And the wings were nice and crispy. I think that they might toss in a little bit of cornstarch there. Sometimes they do that to make them crispier. Mm-hmm. And they were just... Super, super crispy, even with all that sauce on there. And the sauce, like I said, was amazing. And I had two orders of wings there as well. And so the second one was their Carolina Gold. Okay, yeah. Which is, I think, the next photo that's coming up. And it was a mustard-based sauce. Okay. And yeah. it, w- it was also just a little bit spicy and tangy. And I, I woke up thinking about it the next day. And I went to the gro- <laughs> I went to Giant Eagle. I'm like, I'm going to find some Carolina Gold. And so I did. I made like some Cattleman's. I, <laughs> Cattleman's? Is that the Cat- Cattleman's like a Carolina Gold. Yeah, it's like a mustard-based barbecue Carolina. There's a couple of them. I got yeah. sticky fingers barbecue yeah. sauce, yeah. which yeah. I think is like a, a small batch. I don't like a mustard. I like more uh, like a smokier, like a, like a traditional barbecue, like a barbecue sauce for something like that. Or if, I, if I'm going to get wings, I'm going to get buffalo or something like buffalo. that. Um, but I don't, I don't, I can't do mustard. I, I figured if I brought you know four orders of wings that yeah. were all buffalo, you guys would have got pretty bored. <laughs> so I tried to like branch out to the different sauces. They were oh no no so yeah I, no you're so good. I, it looks delicious. Yes. I, I'm, I just have a so you know, I always a ask twelve you know, year old palate. What's your favorite? Yeah, what's the most ordered wing sauce here? And that's usually what I go with. Yeah. So we're moving on town to my number two pick. Wait, well before oh. we we talk about that, we're talking about uh, blue cheese and ranch. Oh gosh, are you a celery or a carrot stick? A celery all the way. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Celery. <laughs> yeah. Celery. Seneca, where you, you go? You have to choose between? I mean, I thought... And they, I like it when they peel it. Right? They always go celery with it. You could yeah. do celery, plain celery, carrot stick. Yeah. And I like when they peel the celery, too. When they, oh, they yeah. already peeled. Yeah. Man, I so agree good. with that. What is that? I've only yeah, seen celery. Because it's got the little... The strings. The strings. It has those little so strings. They, they just give you the strings? No, they Or they take them out. they take them out. Ow. They what take, the fuck? Yeah. yeah that's the so bougiest thing so I've ever better. heard. It's so, so much, much better. better. They don't have to worry about like choking it's on like it. It's like biting corn on the cob when it has all of like little strings in it. It's disgusting. <laughs> they like, de- they debone the celery. They debone the celery. Cool. You've never heard of a shaving or... Uh, no, I don't know. Oh, that it's happened. so much better. It's, yeah, it's so Damn. much like it's so much, so so much better. I got some missing out, picking it out of your mouth. I'm not going to knock it until I try it, I suppose, but I've never heard of it. All right, <laughs> let's go to number two of these. These ones, um, I think they look the best. At least if I was going to try any of the pictures that you showed me, I think this is the one I'd go with. So, I mean, so this, these wings right here are from Chicken and Bubbly, which is in Oakland, mm-hmm. and it's a really small place. I mean, it's predominantly takeout. I don't even know if they had a chair chairs in there. They had some chairs outside on the sidewalk where if you wanted to eat. Um, they, they have some other Asian-type foods in there, like dumplings and bubble tea. But these are the sweet and spicy Chicken I guess wings. that's the bubbly for the chick and bubbly. Yep, chick and bubbly. Chicken and so they had, I did have bubble tea when I was there, actually, and dumplings and a few other things. But um, <laughs> I couldn't resist. But these right here, I watched them hand battered. Those are battered wings. So yeah. compared to the other ones, which were just fried, these were battered, and I watched them do it. So when I walked in, I ordered them. They went back, and they hand battered them and fried them. They were super crispy. I didn't mind that the sauce was on them because they were so crispy, mm-hmm. and that sauce was nice and sweet and yeah. tangy. 
Well, that's what Seneca was just saying. If, if you do the wing right, then you should be able to have okay. the sauce on it. But these yeah. were amazing. I would go back every day to try those again. Maybe a little bit of green onion. May have, yeah. <laughs> may have topped that off. <laughs> it would. It would because I'm looking at it. It looks like a dense sauce on top of that. Uh, it it was, looks it really good, but that freshness on top from the green onion... I mean, I would probably have somebody take all the strands out of the green onion so it wasn't in my teeth. <laughs> you peel so yeah, it. No, it's kind of like eating corn on the cob with the silk still <laughs> yeah, in it. That's so the worst, green, man. Yeah. That's a good reference. Yeah. That was a good reference. It was a good reference. It was, they were delicious. Some green onion would have helped. But, you know, but they were, they were amazing. And they're right down by UPMC. So I, they're, they're super busy and super popular down there. Oh, they, they look delicious. I'm definitely going to have to stop. I'm down there occasionally. So can I have a drum roll for, like, number one? Yeah, a drum? Like a chicken drum roll? <laughs> yeah, like a chicken. Oh, wait, shit. Maybe should do it this way, like with the wings. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Drumstick roll? A drumstick roll? I did have a drum roll in here. I don't have it anymore. No drum roll? Okay. That was so good, Chris. Oh, there they are. So these are my current favorite wings in Pittsburgh, and this is from Southern Tier Brewing Company, and these wings are smoked. They okay. do a dry rub on them, then they smoke them, and they top them with their... Wow! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> then they top them with their IPA barbecue sauce. Oh, and shit. And they are delicious. I mean, they fall right off the bone, and they serve them with french fries, just like you see them right there, and a side of ranch. Sorry, uh, Senator. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you know, why you know why they're the number one wings to you? Why is that? Because Southern Tier is a Western New York brewery. It's Western New York chicken wings. So they're just bringing it down to you. That's for Western New York, so Jamestown, the, so Lakewood. You're saying, you're saying they're predominantly well, better wings in Western New York? So I'm, I'm saying that your number one is a Western <laughs> New York chicken wing place. They are, they are a chain, so they do have other locations. But this one's right in the north side down in Pittsburgh. That, that one is like what I was saying earlier because I've had wings from there. I stopped down uh, probably in the fall. Or it doesn't matter when it was. It was a couple months ago. <laughs> but I stopped down and got wings there. I got just a the, traditional the buffalo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they were delicious. They were really good. I mean, if you just do your basic buffalo one, right? Right. And use a quality chicken wing and just do it right. How? I mean, you're not going to go wrong if you yeah. just, you know, get good quality things. Um, their, their wing, it's like a plump, you know, drumstick. It's the big uh, uh, flat. It's everything you want. And, so, and so a the, wing. It's, they, they just use quality wings. Yeah. Well, the flats we deboned today were from there as well. I just got them without sauce. So it wouldn't be all mucky Messy. while we were trying to do it on camera. Right. But there is some buffalo wing sauce over there. So those were from there as well. They do different kinds of wings. But crush those wings over there after we're done with this. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so I, I brought some, so I brought some in today. And we've already been gnawing on those. But they're, mm-hmm. they're amazing. So the Southern Tier smoked wings are my number yeah, one pick delicious. right now. Hell yeah. Wings in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, what are you looking forward to coming up? So I got a couple things I'm really looking forward to the next couple of weeks. One is the Pierogi Festival. So on Friday, September the 9th, the Pierogi Festival will be at Kennywood Park. Okay. You have to have an admission ticket for the Pierogi Festival. It does not include pierogies, but it's always a good time. Oh, okay, cool. Just so you guys know. To get in, you have to eat. You have to get in, then you pay for your pierogies. I just want to make sure I put that out there. I don't want people like showing up and, yeah, Michelle said we can have pierogies. But, um, all the There's best- nothing when you go to Kennywood that's free. Nothing. Yeah. No, you're Never. right. But this is a Funnel good time. Funnel cake is like thirteen dollars. No, no, fifteen. <laughs> yeah, is that what it is? <laughs> it's going up. I thought I was exaggerating. <laughs> and I was two dollars under. I don't know what it is. Yeah, they'll have a nice one for fall. That they usually do like an apple one or the something. The people in Buffalo said the price of funnel cake should be a lot lower, though. They did say that. <laughs> I know we're charging too much down here. Yeah, deep fried white trash. Don't try to slip it past us. Hey, funnel man, Kenny wants the place to go for it. Then yeah, exactly. Anyway, so uh, Progy Festival on. You dip on the that night. funnel cake in ranch dressing. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That might like be a true Western Pennsylvania. That would be pretty good, actually. 
Yeah, so that's from 4.30 to 9. Make sure you get your tickets in advance. And then the second thing I'm looking forward to is I'm going to Wiz Khalifa concert at Starlight Amphitheater on Sunday. Oh, yeah? And we're taking pictures of his new bowls. And I can't, the name of the restaurants escaped me, but he has a thing right there inside of Star Lake, and I'll report back to you guys, and maybe he'll come out and pose for a picture with us. Are but, they like acai bowls or whatever? Oh no, or, no, 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 no. <laughs> they're, they're totally Inzer bowls. So we got like tater tots French in fries, there. yeah. Okay. <laughs> they got the, um, the the mac and yellow cheese. It's just French fries, chipped ham, and ranch totally and ketchup. Which I love the that. The mac and yellow cheese. Yeah. Mac and yellow, mac and yellow. It's <laughs> Khalifa. It's Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, never mind. Did you say who's was? What? I did, but that's fine. We can move on. We should. I mean, we should. <laughs> Let's. Uh, we should. I, w- I want to touch on the stuff to do in Pittsburgh real quick, yep. so we can talk to Seneca about some comedy because that's. I'm. I'm really wanting to get into a lot of that. So we're gonna listen to the weekend guide from stuff to do in Pittsburgh, and then we're gonna talk to Seneca. Unless there's anything else you'd like to say, real quick. No, I'm good. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed those photos, and don't forget to vote for Pittsburgh Foodie Girls for best Instagram account. I'm, I'm gonna. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> Now, I believe Liz is doing it this week for Stuff to Do in Pittsburgh, so we're going to listen to some of the best things uh, this weekend. Hey, everyone. It is Liz from Stuff to Do in Pittsburgh, and we're back again this week to tell you some of the best events happening in Pittsburgh this weekend. Of course, we have a great list, but we're going to start it off with the Pittsburgh Veg Fest. This is one of our favorites. There is going to be tons of vendors all vegan, all vegetarian items. So bring your kids. It's family friendly. There's going to be live music, shopping, of course, tons of great food. Next up, we have Summer Sounds. This one is at the Hazelwood Green Plaza. This is so much fun. They have been doing events all summer long. So if you haven't got the chance to attend one yet, this is their last Summer Sounds of the summer. This is another one that is family friendly, of course, so there's going to be kids crafts and activities, even a water station, and of course, awesome live music. Next up, we have tailgates at the terminal, and this is happening, of course, at the Strip District Terminal. So bring your furry friends, enjoy live music, food, drinks, outdoor games, and of course, pet friendly activities. This is a great event. The Humane Animal Rescue of Pittsburgh will be there passing out goodies for your little furry friends. And we even hear that there are some pets that may be up for adoption. So so head out this weekend, check out all these events, and there are even tons more happening this weekend. Check out all the details in our weekend guide. See you next week, guys. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the wonderful ladies from Stuff to Do in Pittsburgh. Liz this week. Shay, out of the Veg Fest, the Vegetable Fest, the Summer Sounds and Tailgates at the Terminal, which one sticks out to you? Tailgates. <laughs> I, f- I, think food that, and booze. I think that's come up a couple times. <laughs> they've the they've done the tailgate. Right? Oh, was it? Is that the one, Bring Your Furry Friend? Was that the furry friend one? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I forgot about that part. <laughs> bring your furry friend to that one. That is the one at the tailgate. They do a bunch of... Uh, pet related activities they're like given i saw uh on the thing they're giving away dog ice cream by salty paws it's a dog nice. bar and bakery that's cool okay it's a dog bar i'm interested let's in find so out far. yeah and then Come to my house you can watch me get my dog drunk anytime <laughs> you want. Yeah. Get my dog's tossed <laughs> we're gonna live stream the dogs getting fucked up um yeah, go down, tailgates on terminal, see Seneca's dog fucked up. There we go. Um, pizza from Black Dog, uh, wood-fired pizza, uh, mobile bars, and there's a DJ there, Shay. So. I love a good DJ. Do you? That's what gets me in trouble, yeah. Oh, yeah. Play, a good DJ play, gets you in you trouble. one good song 
I'm lit. Before the song's over, I'm smashed. Yeah? She's I'm out there by herself. Oh, you're yeah, you're, I'm, you're yeah. drunk on music. Oh, <laughs> it helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it helps. It's, it's, it's something that's going alongside it. It might yes. not be the cause, but. Yes, absolutely. I wonder what the um, the Veg Fest is like, though. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't go to the Are there food trucks? celery when they. That's the only way I would ever go. They probably have a whole thing on the side where they have the teaching things with like the. You guys should go to Three to six year olds where they learn how to. How to. I don't know. I was going to say debone again. Debone the celery. Celery. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Debone the celery. Michelle showing us to debone the wing. We debone the celery, and then it's all good to go. Hey, next time I'm gonna bring celery. Show you guys how it's done. I yes. can't believe that there's people who do this. I've never heard of. I like watch. So I work in a restaurant. I've wa- I watch like chef shows all the time. I like being in, you know, with food and stuff. Right. I've never heard of somebody who like takes this, the. They are like they called shit. strings? It's well, like shucking, what are they called? The Do we even know? It's like shucking celery. It's, like it's shucking amazing celery. though when you don't have to worry about picking the strings out of there. It's so gross. I'm bringing I it next time. We're going to do that, th- that as an experiment next I time. I agree. I like that idea. But the, the Veg Fest is over by the Children's Museum East or uh, Allegheny Commons East over on the north side. So from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then we have the Summer Sounds. That's in Hazelwood Green Plaza. That sounds fun too. They're taking, yeah. I, I don't know when, I think that's a newer thing. Uh, venue, but they it seems like every weekend they're doing something there, something yeah. cool. Uh, click through their weekend guide because I didn't write it all down, but there's a bunch of food things, there's kid activities, there's like silk screening for kids, there's a bunch of different restaurants and food trucks. So definitely click through their weekend guide and uh, find out all about them through that. Uh, all right, Shay. I'm happy to see you. just got back from vacation, man. I How did get back from vacation. Man, look at her tan, too. She's yeah, got, she's got it going on. super tan. I got, a, I got a good tan there. We only went to the beach. Um, I was there for six days. We went for, I think, I think we went three days out of the six because it was a bad overcast. Um, it was a lot of fun. I got super, super drunk the first day. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, the first <laughs> night that I was there. We got there probably 8 o'clock at night on Saturday. Um, I was sleep deprived because I had worked uh, my overnight shift. We left as soon as I got off. Um, nice. We got there. We unpacked everything. I went down to like, there was like three bars within this hotel. Yeah. One of them had a DJ. Oh, yeah. Hey, there you go. You know how <laughs> so she I got, yeah. Yeah. I got super drunk. And they play the right the song, other two, yeah. bar, other two bars then after that? Um, I didn't visit the other two bars that <laughs> night. What was the song that got you torched? <laughs> what was the one that he played? Honestly, was it Celine Dion? Was it Dead Mouse or Avicii? <laughs> it's always the real stupid ones that you have like dances to, like the Cha Cha Slide or like Cuba Shuffle. Yeah. And I'm like, this is my song. And I'm like the only person on the dance floor. Um, I talked to the bartender the next day, who I actually didn't recognize at all, and he told me that I look like Bambi because um, I just kept swaying back and forth. Oh gosh! I got my phone stolen. I thought that you were like Bambi because you your mother was dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. No, um, someone stole my phone that night. Um, I completely blacked out, couldn't find my room, was pounding on some guy's door at 2.30 in the morning, yelling at him. It was a DJ? Yeah, Yeah. probably. Um, Play more of that. Yeah, it was was pretty intense. Cupid shuffle, cupid shuffle. Exactly. If he was playing that, I would have definitely been in the room for sure. Um, Got a cha-cha real smooth for everybody. Yeah, it gets me. But it was a lot of fun. The weather was absolutely beautiful. Um, Monday, there was a shark attack. I didn't get to see it, unfortunately. Um, Unfortunately, for sure. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see it. Uh, But she's okay. She didn't lose a limb. She had like a couple hundred Hmm. stitches, and she went about her business, so... I saw a picture her. of it, and she had a uh, cast or something on her forearm. Yeah, on the beach, 
Like, who goes back to the beach the next day? It's her and her son on the beach. It was her and grandson. She, her grandson was like 10 Oh, feet. she's a gilf then, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There was a lot of gilfs there. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. He was, like, he was like 10 feet away from her and was just like watching her be Hell attacked yeah. the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was crazy. Like, he, he was like talking to the news people and he's just like, yeah, I mean, I'll probably never go in the water again. I'm like... <laughs> I feel that. There was another one there, but the story wasn't big enough for me to talk about. So, uh, well, But it was fun. It yeah. was a lot of fun. Well, Shay, we're, we're happy to have you back. I'm happy to be happy back. Happy to have you back, Shay. <laughs> yeah. so all, all in one piece. All my limbs, yeah. Now, uh, now Seneca. Oh, and I got my phone back in case anybody cared. Well, that's yeah. cool. well we saw you. I got my phone but back. We're, we're happy for you, Shay. <laughs> we're happy for you to be back and your phone to be back. And your phone. All together. <laughs> that's what I really cared about. Now, I, I would like to talk to Seneca a little bit because he's been he's been such a good uh, a guest so a far. Sport. Uh, dealing with, with, I mean, not dealing with, he, he's all about the wings. He's a wing yeah. connoisseur, man. I wanted, I wanted to hear what you guys are saying. So. Yeah. <laughs> no. Jump in early. Oh, yeah. No, I always like to hear different people's perspectives. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, someone from Buffalo. I mean, you, you hear the Buffalo wing. It's like when, you know, people talk about barbecue and stuff. It's like from being Kansas City or something, you know, right, Carolina right, right. or whatever. That's generally how you know someone's a hack because no one calls them Buffalo wings in Buffalo. They're just called chicken wings. Yeah. So when you see Buffalo wings somewhere, you're like, that ain't real. Dude. So if you go to a place and they just say wings, you're expecting Buffalo sauce. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it could be whatever, but yeah. I just know that when people say buffalo wings as opposed to chicken wings, no one yeah. says buffalo wings in Western New York. If you want buffalo sauce on wings, you what what do you order then? You get wings, and they'll just give you... I mean, if it's a normal place, it might just be like hot, medium, okay, mild, yeah, yeah. whatever. Okay, you I got gotcha. Wings, but most people have different sauces now, so it's not a given. Yeah. So, like, buffalo sauce isn't, like, a big deal. It's, like, not a thing. Well, no, I mean, buffalo is what the most popular like one is. I'm just saying, like, if you go somewhere... And they say, we have buffalo wings on our menu. You're going to be like, what? That's They're just called chicken wings there. Yeah. That's all. That's all I'm saying. It just sounds like an outsider coming in and it's saying, like, yeah. like, American hot dog from, like, <laughs> uh, like not even hot dogs or something. Like, you can pick up on things where it's like, uh, uh, something seems a little off. Where you're like, so yeah, like you're, yeah, you're not from here. You're, you're pretending <laughs> to be. Like, it's like when people try to be to Pittsburgh and say yins in, like, every third yeah. sentence. Like, I don't know anybody from Pittsburgh who uses yins that no, much. Like, no, you're just no. trying to placate to the, the people listening. Yeah, um, but in in addition to uh, being a wing connoisseur, Seneca also does stand up comedy. So that's kind of the reason <laughs> I wanted to have him on. But Seneca, how uh, how long have you been doing stand up now? Um, I don't know. It's been about. I mean, I don't know if if you count the pandemic that yeah. takes it away, but probably if you throw the pandemic years that no one did anything, like six years, six okay, plus yeah. years now. Yeah. So I think how, everybody yeah. says that like has. It doesn't count the the pandemic. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah I mean, it's how many? Yeah, I started in like, yeah, twenty sixteen ish. Did you ever do like the weird, like um, some people did like live on Improv? the computer on the computer? Oh, shows. Zoom stuff. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I uh, I did some Zoom shows. I did a couple when it first started. Um, they suck. Yeah, uh, I feel like it would be really weird. I've never heard one person was like, the that Zoom so show awesome. killed, man. <laughs> yeah, right? That was my it's favorite. Just, I think everybody just wanted something to do, and, and yeah. you have to keep doing it. I hosted... You can only masturbate so many times, Shay. Right, I know. Uh, I don't Trust know. me. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to disprove that theory. Uh, yeah, I, I hosted He calls shows. it buffalo sauce. <laughs> <laughs> that was smooth. Uh, he blew cheese, all right. Blue cheese. Ew! Oh god! Okay. You guys are cheese. fucking gross. 
so disgusting. That joke deserves more. <laughs> All right. Uh, I hosted some um, online for a little bit for Helium Comedy Clubs. Oh, okay. I hosted uh, online roast battles uh, for how, a few how weeks. How do roast battles go? Are they worth watching for people? They, I don't know. I've never um, seen one, so I don't. I don't understand. I'm not trying it. to knock them at all. I just don't. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, about I like that Helium yeah. had me do it. Uh, that's fun. Yeah, I mean, it can be all right if you yeah. if you have good people on it. If good joke writers do it, then yeah. I mean, Is it like a wild and out kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, it's the same idea. You just yeah. you, you rip on somebody, you make jokes about it, it, but there's people who are very bad at it, and it's still <laughs> a well, it's still a joke. You know, it's still you have to do something clever and you have to be artful about it. A lot of people don't get it, so it's kind of like bad yeah. roasts sound bad and they don't get any laughs because right. people think just saying something mean yeah. is a punch, like as a joke, yeah. and it's not right. So low level roasts can be bad, but you know, for the clubs, they had good people doing it, so you know, they can be pretty funny. Oh yeah, I, I love an actual roast where you have people that are in it and like the people that understand, like it's it's all fun and stuff. I feel like people oh, who yeah. like who get if, it, like offended, and almost stuff. like friends going up against each other in a roast battle would be funnier, I think, than people who who. Like yeah, don't know, don't know each other or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They actually, it's funny. The guy who's at the improv this weekend, they had he did a roast against his best friend on Comedy Central a little while ago. They're both good joke writers. Yeah. So it was fun. They had a uh, a man and uh, a husband and wife uh, do it. So yeah, it's funny oh, that, that would people be know so each other. Funny. It's pretty good. I'd laugh at that. Yeah, they're also <laughs> good joke writers. So I mean, it could be. Yeah, as long as you're good, they're a fun time. For as far as joke writing, what what's kind of your process? Do you have an like what's your process from having an idea to writing it out to the point you're on the stage performing it uh i'm a psycho <laughs> about like i get up every like most mornings i get up and go through stuff like before i go to work or anything uh i spend probably an hour or so a day running through jokes i already have or through premises and yeah i write i like talk out loud like a psycho but no <laughs> one's around and i just talk through things does that make you a psycho? Because I literally do it all the time. Just at home. Just at home. So I, I talk through things until I find something. I have little ideas, and I just keep picking it apart um, more yeah. than just writing it down. And then I'll write little ideas down, take it to an open mic, and then um, I have to like say words so many times yeah. uh, to kind of get comfortable so I can find the beat and the cadence for how I do it. And then I find out if – because you have to – I things can work on paper, but then they don't work. Yeah, like, yeah. There's, a, there's a big problem. You find out like maybe you're being clever, but it's not yeah. necessarily funny, and you need a live audience to tell you that. Yeah. Now some audiences are bad or not, so you, I figure it out. I, on paper, it looks good. I have to say it a few times, and I'll try it at different open mics um, and try to gauge if the audience thinks it's funny or not, or if it's too clever and not yeah. as funny. And if certain things get laughed, you cut it off. The the shitty parts, you bump up and you know punch up yeah. the stuff that they get the laughs and hopefully by uh hopefully through that process you end up with enough time to have something worthwhile are you somebody who like records your stuff and then listens back to it like somebody yeah, like, who, every, like every a football set. player watching the film or whatever yeah I, I record every set that i do uh audio wise i started doing filming um shows not open mics but started using video uh so just to see yeah. what my nonverbal communication is and where my hands are and where I'm, you know, maybe things you don't realize that you do when you speak yeah. and again, nonverbal ticks and cues that are distracting to people. And so I started to do that. Yeah. But also you, cause sometimes if you get in the moment and you're living off the audience, you may deliver things in a certain way. You know that you got the laugh. If you didn't hear it, if you don't hear it back, you may not realize there was a certain cadence that 
brought people in, and that can be, you know, a good cue to, yeah. you know, to stick with that, try that again the next time you go up. So, I think that's such a good answer. That is such a cool answer for me, especially the way that my mind works. Yeah. I like hearing that because I've I've never done stand up, and I'm really interested in getting into it, and I'd like to. But and like, how I, sad are you? Yeah, <laughs> I was not get into that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, there's open mics every night in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Join the club of misfits. Hey, but uh, th- yeah, there there are certain things I can't even remember what the point I was getting to. Um, oh yeah, but. Um, like, I, I've tried, like, you know, saying it out loud, and I'll talk to myself, and, you know, what sounds okay to me or whatever. But I think it's very cool that, like, somebody, I mean, like, I've been talking to other comedians. I had a couple from the last couple of weeks, I think Mark Shimkits or somebody. They were talking about, you know, Seneca's are very polished. You know, he, he oh, knows what he's he doing. Said that? Yeah. <laughs> what a sweet boy. Yeah, no, yeah, Mark for sure said something nice about you. I, I've asked some other people. Like, when I, when I come on, like, I ask you, you know, Chrissy Costa's coming on. Yeah. You know, what do you think? Uh, for, you know, from the last couple of weeks, I, I've asked, you know, what do you think about Seneca? And everybody's right. like, he, he goes out, he works, he, he's really tight, and he's, you know, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not very funny off the cuff, <laughs> is what it is. I, I found out that I have to, like, I spend a lot of time really trying to figure out how jokes work and, like, the mechanics of it. It's okay, like a yeah. magic trick with words, yeah. ultimately. There's a bunch of different ways you do jokes. So I've always been, like, way more of a uh, – this sounds fucking stupid, but <laughs> a student of it because yeah. I, I lack I, – I think I lack the natural ability, yeah. but I will work – I'll work – the situation, yeah, yeah. not necessarily other people, but I'll outwork the idea and like break it down and go, okay, this is how it is. And then I know what kind of a funny idea is, and then I look for the tricks in it. So when I go up on stage and in open mics, there's always a purpose. I won't, I don't repeat anything. Generally speaking, with a few exceptions, I won't go up and do jokes that I've already done before. I'm going to be doing a joke in a different cadence or with a different tag or in a different order every time, just to figure out what the best way to do is. So it's really about like for me being a technician out of necessity because I have friends that are funny as hell and they can just do this. They write on stage or they have a natural gift to find funny in conversation and in delivery. And for me, I know it's not my strong suit. So it's really about having to utilize the stage and the time and writing before and preparing and paying attention to what I do so I can maximize that because I know it's tough. It's fucking yeah. tough. So <laughs> I'm just trying to do whatever I can to eliminate um, any of the mistakes and get better. That's the only I, I, I give a shit about yeah. really is getting better at it. So yeah, it's it's cool. Some just seeing somebody like perfecting their craft. Somebody that's into right. something that keeps putting out you know effort and and wanting to to perfect something or, or getting better every time. Right. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of people not just half asking it. Like, yeah. okay, I have nothing better to do on a Wednesday night, so I'm going to go out talk about myself for five minutes, maybe get half a laugh, and you know I'll have eyes on me. It's somebody that you know I want to do this so I can perfect it, so I can go do a show, so you know I yeah, can so do people what I respect want. you and yeah, and you can do that. Yeah, there's I mean it's because talent only gets you so far. Yeah, I've always been jealous of people who have good work ethic and could put their head down and get things done. And so I've kind of, I was a failed musician and I used the reasons I was a failed musician is because I was like, ah, I'm good enough and passable. And I ended up sucking. I, mean, I was passable. Yeah. You wouldn't know that I wasn't that good, but I could get by. And I just realized, well, the reason I wasn't better at that was because I didn't really actually work hard. So when I found something that I was better at comedy than music, I was like, apply what I know I didn't do there here yeah. and do it because talent can get you so far but if you're not putting in the effort in something like comedy then i don't know you just don't make it as high up 
Do you think that from music, like, you didn't put effort in because you didn't think you were good enough kind of thing? Or because did I, you think lazier. you were too good? No, 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 no. I, I was, no, I knew that I wasn't good. Um, I, was, I was passable, and I was lazy. I played punk rock music, and yeah. I was younger. So it was just like, a, I'm, doing other, I'm doing other things besides really yeah. honing this craft. So it was, and I knew it. I mean, I played yeah. in bands with, where everybody was very, very good. And yeah. I was like, I, am, I can hang in here with these guys, but it's not something that can be a career here. So Yeah. yeah. That's something I remember. Uh, Delusion is rampant in, <laughs> yeah. in, in oh, comedy yeah. <laughs> and in music and everything. So. Well, I think, I think kind of in a weird way, like you almost need that delusion to propel you to a certain point. Like if you don't think there's some point that you could be something to some point, then why even do it? Like yeah. you have to be somewhat delusional to even put your foot into the ring. I don't, I mean, <laughs> I don't have children or anything. I just have a job and yeah. I've always really liked stand up comedy. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I keep my goals very close to me. And then once I achieve that, then it's like looking further. But I mean, I know some people that are similar mindset as me that this is about being good there's no delusions of grandeur there's kids yeah. who come out like very soon and they're like i'm going to move and be famous because i'm great and you're like that's adorable yeah. um and you gotta have those people because you know shoot for the stars why not i think i'm too old for that there are some people out there who are like this is about being good and better i don't see i'm i don't see myself becoming famous out of it that yeah. really is just about being good and that's that's it but there are a few of us out there that do that let's see it for what it is how can i squeeze the most out of this shit but delusion does get you far it also yeah. makes you fall farther down oh yeah i, I think like, it's yeah. for sure a double-edged sword like i yeah. i think i think if you have the delusion plus the work ethic it works out yeah, a go. little yeah. bit like but you can't have the delusion and just go up on stage and wing it every night like yeah. if you have the delusion and then you're like and i need to bust my ass and work harder than everyone yeah. but yeah. then it's not the delusion it's the it's the effort yeah. I and mean, that's what you need to do is just get up and keep keep doing yeah, it doing there's it not many it. people who are just like yeah i'm going to be famous someday but that don't yeah. put the effort in that even stick right. around they come around all the time like and i know that when i first started comedy i know there were people who looked at me for whatever reason and were like oh well and it's the way everybody looks at you when you're new they'll say well you'll be gone once you get over yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not going to be around in two years. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's very true. There's a lot of people who come in and they're like, I'm going to be famous. All right, well, talk to But In three years, we'll see if you're still coming out every night and you're still a part of this. Yeah. I feel like uh, that's what people have told us just from doing this podcast. I mean, we've been doing it for a little over a year now, but mm-hmm. it's like the, the biggest thing that I've gotten out of just doing this is just like it keeps me disciplined that I have to do something every Monday. Like Hell it, yeah, it dude. forces me to do this. And like that's so against me. Like in school, like I'd like half-ass it, do it at the last minute because I could get by doing that. Yeah. yeah I don't sure. want to anymore. I want to do this. And like doing this keeps me on the right path for other Talent things. Talent can too. be a motherfucker. It'll convince you that you don't have to work as hard yeah. and stuff. And and you can have very real talent, but it'll it'll convince you to slack off. And having something like this, a creative outlet uh, that keeps you to a schedule and keeps you working at something, Yeah, that's good, man. Got to have it. Do you feel like your on-stage persona is pretty much the same as you outside or off the stage? Um... I don't know. It changes. You change so much when you're writing. I'll tell you, I saw a video. The You work towards that goal. That's yeah. your, your, a slightly exaggerated version of yourself. Right. I think a lot about and talk to people about who you are and what you put out there, uh, whether it be what type of jokes you tell, 
um, or what the crowd perceives you to be, whether it's a smart-ass, snarky person or a (laughs) self-deprecating whatever person or a I'm kind of dumb. What what, what do people see you you as? And I already lost what you just asked me. Do, so do, do you feel like? Do you feel like? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you see, so you see the same person. Only recently have I started to feel like I'm doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm being more myself, and I'm saying the things I want to because you have to learn how to tell jokes first. Yeah. And so you're going to say a bunch of bullshit that, yeah. like, this is a punchline, but it's teaching yourself how to write the joke. Yeah. But I've started to just assuage all of these jokes that I know get laughs because they're jokes that don't have any bearing on what I really think yeah. anymore. I saw a video from my first... I was very lucky. I got into clubs. Shout out Helium Buffalo. Um, <laughs> they, they gave me a shot really early in comedy. Like I got a weekend at an A club like 10 months in. And, oh, I, wow. <laughs> and it was more that I think that they saw how... I was driving from Pittsburgh back and forth and sleeping on couches just yeah, to, like yeah. every week yeah. just to get a shot there. And I think they were like, all right, give this psycho a shot. Yeah. Um, and I saw a video where back I was getting laughs, but I, I could see me on stage... And I can see that people are like, oh, you're a confident person. And I was like, I can tell that he's not confident. Yeah. I can see, personally, I know that he's faking it. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't then, um, only recently have I started, and I'm like six years in or, or more, that I'm starting to say the jokes that I want to say and be calm on stage and not oversell jokes because it's weaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm starting to be, but it's still, still tough to get there. Um, let's see. Uh, I wrote a bunch of stuff down because there's a bunch of stuff I wanted to ask you. And I, I, it, it threw me off because, uh, not that it threw me off, but there's there's a lot of people we have come on here and it's just like, well, yeah, I do this. And it's it's a, not that it's a hobby because they take it seriously, but I, I do like, call, not like it's a nerd thing, but like the, the how seriously you take it and want to perfect it. And I think that's very cool because, and, Thanks. Yeah. and maybe it's just because like that's how I am. I like... Like, yeah. I'm the guy who alphabetizes his DVDs and likes to color code his index cards and stuff like <laughs> sure. that. Because I like that, and then I like to see the progression of this. And, like, uh, I mean, I'm sure you know, and we've asked people before, like, when you look back at it and see, okay, so I did this joke this time, and I worded it this way, and then I did it this way, and I just swapped this, and it got, you know, a bigger thing. Do you see that happening? You know, just, yeah, just from looking back, looking back. Oh, I just changed this word and made a whole difference. Yeah, and you have such you got to kill your kill your children all the time uh, <laughs> because you'll get used to like you get a, especially when you first start out, you get a pop or you get a laugh on one line that you delivered. You're like, well, that's the line. You just hammer it, and, and you and yeah. you do that forever, and then you <laughs> look back at it six months later, and you're like, oh, I should have said it this way, and then you change it, and it's better. You do a lot of things where you'll say something and you'll throw it away and then you can circle back to it. I've done that a lot recently coming out of COVID. Going back to things where they weren't any good or they were worded poorly or the premise was half-baked that I had written down or that I had recordings of. And now that I'm a better writer, I can go back and say, oh, this will actually work right in here and I can drop it into this. Or this never had a home. Now it can exist in this bit. Oh, this, these words need to be switched. Now it's pretty commonplace. Now I know that that's just part of the process for me is flipping words and changing uh, what goes here and what goes there. Is That's how I write anyways before I even make it to stage. I spend – I'll get – honestly, my most writing like in the morning is doing exactly that. I'll find one joke that I kind of do and I'll switch words and I'll have thir- 
three different versions of the same word. I'll have uh, different order for the the premise and then the punchline and the tag, different words for the tag. Yeah. See if I can use that tag in and in <laughs> yeah. place of the punchline and reverse it. I just just part of the yeah the mixing up of everything that I do. But I'm that's the only way I can work and make it worthwhile. Are you somebody who like watches other people stand up? Are you you know I Where, grew up watching Carlin or Pryor or whoever. Yeah, I mean, I love stand-up, so yeah, I mean, yeah. I, watch, I watch a lot of it. I mean, good stand-up. I struggle to watch bad stand-up. I can't stay in the same yeah. room sometimes. Like, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm which so, I'm sure people yeah. say that about me, too, so don't get it fucking wrong. There's people like, oh, Sonic's going up. Great, I'm going to smoke a cigarette. I'm <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I remember watching stand-up when I was a kid. It's the only thing, and even when people ask, well, do you want more than anything out of stand-up? Nah, stand-up's the only thing that I really liked. Yeah. Anything like acting or... Even like sketch and things yeah. like that. I don't have any interest in any of it. I just like stand up comedy. I feel I like younger. with yeah. acting and sketch and even improv and stuff like that, like you're relying on other people as well. Like stand up, you're yeah, up sure. there and it's you. And yeah. it's what you say, it's what you want. And I'm you me. have a hundred percent of what you want to say. Yeah, I want all the attention. <laughs> I need external and validation. That's what my therapist has been working with me on. Yeah, external validation, and no one else can have it. So just me alone on the stage is perfect. Let me ask you this uh, psych question: That are you ever afraid? Because this is a problem I have. Are you ever afraid? To, like, if you talk to a therapist, like maybe it'll make you less funny. I talked to a therapist literally today at twelve yeah. o'clock. Uh, I think that like if you get if your mental state is too okay, you might not be funny. One, by the way, yeah, good, great question. Yeah, great. Like looking, at, yeah, one hundred percent. If you creativity, I always believed comes from struggle and right, things yeah. like, and, and trauma and, and stuff. Yeah, it yeah. really does. I mean, when yeah. I started comedy, all of my all of my material was just traumatic youth stuff and growing up yeah. poor in western new york and from a dysfunctional family or all my all of my jokes which was good because i was old enough to be open about things that yeah. maybe you right. shouldn't be yeah, originally yeah. and uh since then you know i've become a better writer and i can write about other things and i've not phased out that stuff but i've started to work towards maybe more universally understood things and i do think that yeah my life has become better than when I first started comedy. I'm more happy. Maybe therapy works that yeah. I go, oh, am I going to lose the edge that kind of keeps you paying attention to yeah. counterculture and to yourself? And I think that, yeah, you can. If you got, I got to check in constantly <laughs> yeah. uh, with it because you can get comfortable and be like, yeah, what's there to complain about? Like, yeah. Right. So, yeah, yeah, 100%. That's a very real fear of mine um, is as you work out your demons that you're going to lose. <laughs> yeah that uh ability to see the world slightly askew yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i completely Sucks. understand that that i i've heard a lot of people say that and but like, also it, you could dig stuff up too you yeah. also like find something that's been an old dusty box in your attic and you're <laughs> yeah. like what is that oh that's ugly that's probably what yeah. it i found a couple of those i had like not repressed, repressed memory, memory. Yeah. But, but like things where i'm like oh yeah that was fucked um <laughs> yeah. i can make a joke about that and, and i do that quite often it seemed normal at the time but now i'm thinking <laughs> that was shouldn't okay. have been wearing that <laughs> my mom telling me that i was definitely not her favorite child she could have lied she could, well, i could probably explore that yeah your top four Ugh. i don't know if that's true she had a lot of kids and i wasn't high on it but how many how many siblings do you have? Uh, I grew up in a house with s- 
six total. Yeah. I have eight total. Used to have nine. Oh wow! So. Cool. That's yeah. a big family. Yeah. That's a yeah. big family. Yeah. So. Shay, you have a big family, too. I yeah. have a big family. I understand that entirely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm yeah. the oldest, though. Where do you fall in line? Second. I'm a, I'm a, yeah. I'm second well, oldest? Yeah. Second oldest, yeah. Well, there's, <laughs> right it's a little middle. bit more difficult than that, uh, but we don't have all the time. I already went over this with a the therapist today. I feel like uh, for, for the birth order, if there's more than, you know, two, second is, you're, uh, unless there's three, then you're the middle. Cool. But if there's nine or whatever, like cool. two... He could be the kind of second behind. youngest. Yeah, but still, you, then you're the second youngest. Yeah, he just said second. Yeah, like specified. Yeah, but still, if, if you're not the oldest or the youngest, then you're kind of in the in you know, oh yeah, I'm direct. The I'm family. in the middle. I'm yeah. in the middle of all of mine. Yeah, not the babe, not the oldest. It's cool. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not fretting it. <laughs> Seneca, what makes you cry at night? No, <laughs> let's get real deep in this. I no. cried the other day. Uh, no, I, I hold back tears a lot. <laughs> And I heard that's probably not great. I did say too. This is so funny. That I'm talking about therapy. I just started, this is by the way a brand new thing. I never did it before. I was like, I'm going to try it out and see if it works. I have therapy I, tomorrow. I told, I'm all about it. I told oh this, yeah. Uh, told the therapist I was like, listen, and if you don't make me cry within five sessions, you're out. out. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, if you can't tap in and yeah. make me fucking cry, you're not worth shit. So, um, no, I don't know what makes me cry. Now. I don't think I could talk to another person for like half an hour without making myself cry if I wanted to. Oh, oh, absolutely. I can definitely, I can definitely start crying mid-session, yeah. number one. When you're about a half Easily. hour, you better start start with the sprinkles, baby. Let's go. I feel yeah. like Sprinkler. I make my therapist need therapy. Yeah. Like, I just go in and run through everything. Like, don't even ask me a question. I know what I want to talk about. Well, that about. was my problem before. Like, when I first went to my old therapist, I was like, this is open mic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's see if I can make my therapist crack. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah. I'm probably not here for the right reasons. Yeah. My one my one friend said to me, I was like, yeah, I made her cry. And he's like, you haven't done shit until you make her cry. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Make her sad for your life. Yeah. Another thing you failed at. That's so good uh, to hear. Okay. It doesn't mean anything. So it what's your such a boost when people get sad about my life. I'm like. I'm like, yeah, no, it's like fine. Like that's it's normal. So me. it's funny, like you didn't realize it when you're, uh, and then you're like telling somebody like something that's like Real pretty normal up. story. You're just like, hey, yeah, so like this, and then they look, they give you the like, like wait, are you serious? Like, wait, is that weird? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate that feeling. I'm like, oh shit, no, like somebody else's story, not mine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are my favorite. Oh the, yeah, absolutely. I didn't expect to go down that path, but that's that's definitely funny. Uh, I have like two questions for for local comedy before we before we kind of wrap it up. Uh, Whatever you need. That's <laughs> yeah. what my therapist. No. Um, <laughs> what's your uh, What's your favorite place, at least locally? Because you were saying helium in Buffalo gave you a shot. As far as local, because you have didn't you get your picture up in the improv? First, first local comedy on the wall of the Pittsburgh Improv. Yeah, man. First local nice. comic. Now, yeah, granted, it was because. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. Um, no, it was it was because the guy who took the pictures happened to be at the show that I was at. <laughs> so I was just the first one who got the picture. I think they had like knew who they were going to put up on the wall, the different comedians, yeah. and I had the first picture. So I yeah, I did it. Which what I mean, what an honor. Like that really That's super cool. It really meant a lot to me. Uh and I love those uh, I like the staff there, the management there is so good to me. From I mean, I I had used to have a monthly that I did there. Um they let me do and they they treat me like gold. So, I mean, yeah. like, with, without question, the Pittsburgh Improv, I mean, shout out to 
to Paul and, and Garrett and I mean the entire staff treats me great. So yeah, I mean I, I go there when I'm not performing. Um, I go down there sometimes to watch and like, hey, you want to jump on stage? We need somebody. Yeah. Uh, and they've always given me the opportunity to keep working and get better. And they, yeah, they, they respect me yeah. uh, more than, uh, than I probably deserve, <laughs> which is nice. So, yeah, I mean, that's my favorite uh, local spot. I mean, I do like the uh, upstairs at Arcade is a good yeah. arcade comedy theater. The upstairs for stand-up is very good. I hope that they continue doing uh, comedy up there. That's a really great place. So um, Bottle Rocket's new. That's pretty fun. I mean, I like anywhere I could do that. Somebody lets me on stage yeah. talk about my tiny penis or whatever. <laughs> so, it's, I, I, I mean, I, I love comedy so much. So, anybody who lets me up, but um, I think it's improv I think has, has done a lot yeah, for me. I think it's humble for you to say that about the improv for like, oh, I was in the right spot. Like, there's something to be said about being in the right spot at the right time. You're not in the right spot at the right time if you're not working and putting yourself in that position. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've they give me a lot though. They're yeah. very they're very sweet to me. Yeah, they. You know, I was the last person um, on stage before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing it. Way a to go! Yeah, it was my fault. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I was the and I was the first person back on first last weekend off and the first one on and that mm. that meant a lot. They're like, hey, you got that taken from you. Let's yeah. you open it back up. And, and they they put me on enough to where yeah. You know, you got to be putting yourself in that position, and and they trust me, and I think that's that means a lot to me. I love those guys. So. I think, yeah, I think that's awesome, and I think it's it's cool seeing anybody who gives a shit have success. And from what a lot of people are saying, plus I I I do I pay attention to a lot of the local scene and stuff. Sure, you're out there doing shows. Everybody loves what you have to say. You know, oh. everybody says really nice God things damn, about dude, you. Really. Yeah. Sir? Yeah. Yeah, I fucking hate Except myself. For, no, I'm <laughs> That's awesome to hear, man. That makes me happy. Yeah, no, but it, it's awesome seeing people work and seeing people who give a shit succeed. Um, do you have any shows coming up, or you know, what's the future look like? Yeah, I got a, I got a ton of stuff. This this Thursday, Brad Wenzel's coming. I do uh, with my friend Shannon Norman. Um, okay, he he has a, owns a barber shop and he runs comedy out with like really good comics are coming through like once a month uh, in Highland Park at Bryant Street Barber Shop. This week we have a a guy who's you know multiple Conan O'Brien sets is coming through the barber shop to oh, do really? things. Guys later next month, um, dudes who are writers um, for uh, was on for Comedy Central um, yeah. late night sets. Uh, so this Thursday I have that. Um, uh, the Pittsburgh Improv has Sam Morell down there uh, this okay. weekend. Um, I don't know if I'm doing anything there, but uh, I might be down and around. Next Monday I have a show at Mindful Brewing. I was just setting up a on the way here, setting up a tour in October, November with a guy named Mike Roland. Uh, that's uh, that's where Shay's beer's from, right? Mindful. Yep. Yeah, mindful, yeah. mindful Bu- Brewing's doing a lot of stand up, don't they? Is, is that Shane? Ian Doherty that does that? Ian yeah. Doherty, yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, he it's his second show, so I'm doing that. Uh, Arcade, I just got asked today to in like three weeks, I think I'm headlining a show upstairs at Arcade. Um, I uh, yeah, I mean I have uh, yeah. got a little little tour going on, like gonna go do some shows in Columbus and. Cleveland, so I mean, yeah, I'm I'm bouncing around yeah. doing a bunch. So you could just find it. I'll post eventually somewhere on like <laughs> yeah. Instagram or something. Yeah, I'm well, not really into. I don't do enough on that, and I don't sell myself. <laughs> yeah, but people come to me, and and 
I don't try to get any really too many gigs. I usually let them come to me. I don't force it. But, you know, I'm, I'm lucky enough that I, I can be booked on most weekends. I can be. So if you look me up on Instagram, I'll. And you really give a shit. If you do, <laughs> you probably. Well, we'll tag somewhere. you in everything. And, you know, if anybody wants to click through that, find out Seneca, go see his shows. Seneca, I'm, I don't expect you to for sure know this answer, but are there any places around here where people can see comedy like after 10 p.m.? After 10 p.m. Because, like, I, I work in a restaurant, and a lot of my friends work in restaurants and stuff. We get off at 9 or whatever it is, and it seems like nothing in Pittsburgh, at least that I know of, is around after 9, especially after 10. Yeah. Um, like, are you looking for, are you, like, weekday? Any day. Any day. All right, so weekday improv will yeah. always have late shows that start. They're supposed to start at nine forty-five. I bet you you could probably get there at ten o'clock and see it. Yeah. They always have a late show on Fridays and Saturdays. Those okay. always exist, and they you know they go from you know ten o'clock till midnight. Mm-hmm. So they're always there, usually rowdy. Yeah, <laughs> um, there is some late shows. Arcade has uh, during the week. So, I mean, they're open mics if you want to yeah. see something. But there's a spot called Willow Station that starts Tuesday, rather right? on Tuesday. It yeah. starts a little late, and that goes deeper and. Scarpazies in Mount Washington—that is an open mic. That's been uh, going pretty late re- lately. Um, but those are like open mics. Yeah. So you, I mean, a grab right. bag. But I'd certainly just check the Improv and Arcade. They have late shows on on Saturdays and Fridays, for sure. They will start after ten o'clock. Yeah, definitely. Well, like I said, we'll we'll tag you in it. Definitely check out Seneca's stuff. Uh, watch for him to post for any of his shows. Check out Michelle. Michelle, thank you again for coming in. Thank you for bringing all the wings. I'm about to devour some more. Um, (laughs) Thanks for having me back. It's always so nice having you in here. You take great pictures, and you're so knowledgeable. I love hearing about it, and I can't wait to hear what you have next time. Yeah, I can't wait to be back. We'll find out what day that is. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll discuss it after. We'll we'll find a day in, uh, what's the next month, September? Oh, geez. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Shay. <laughs> I can't promise you. It's fantastic having you today. You have to come back on the same day. Oh, yes, absolutely. I don't like whenever she's on and I'm not here. You so know what? Sure yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out and make sure that it matches up for you. But Seneca, thank you so much no, for taking for the time. Me. That's what I really appreciate. I see you guys doing stuff and having these uh, hacks like Mark Shimkits on. <laughs> and uh, it's just like, how dare you not ask me? Um, <laughs> yeah. no, thanks very much. I appreciate all you guys. It was a pleasure. Our thank pleasure. You. It was nice meeting you. No, it was, it was super fun to talk to you. It was super. And I, I, I liked hearing all about it. Yeah. I, I for sure did. Yeah, I don't know. that Sometimes talking shop can be pretty boring, so I apologize. <laughs> I know, you know... Th- th- I don't know. I like it, but yeah. I know that a lot of people are like, I don't give a fuck about... <laughs> no, it's nice to hear about people men- who actually care about what they're doing and yeah. in the process. And I think the people yeah. that are listening to this podcast do, you know, do you they're, they're interested in it. Yeah. At least. Oh, hell yeah. Good. So, but yeah, thank you very much. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to try to see the show as soon as I can. Shay, let, let's plan something, man. Absolutely. Hey, let's if we can do it late man. Show, We've earned I mean, it, man. It works. Yeah. It, it, it can work for us. We'll do it. Michelle, you can come too, obviously. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, we'll all plan it. Let's come go on, see Seneca, man. I'm in. All right. But for uh, for Seneca and Michelle, for the wonderful, the, the lovely Shaley baby, <laughs> I am Chris. Thank you for listening. I'm going to say I'm so happy. Yeah that I was allowed to be part of your day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We hope you had a good time. If you did, be sure to subscribe to the show to catch the latest episodes and share with your friends. We can't promise not to embarrass you. And if you just can't get enough, follow us on Instagram at Poor Man's Podcast 412, Twitter at Poor Man's Pod 412, and Facebook. 
This is Pittsburgh's own Poor Man's Podcast signing off. See you next week. Woo! Woo!